Welcome to the Extension Connection Podcast. The Grant County Cooperative Extension Service is here to help connect you with research-based information about economic development, energy and water, farm and ranch, yard and garden, natural resources, health and well-being, and our very popular youth development program, 4-H. I'm your host, Jessica Swan the 4-H and agriculture agent here in Grant County, New Mexico. We are part of New Mexico State University's College of Agricultural, Consumer, and Environmental Science, and we are here to serve you. So let's get started. Hello, everybody. Today I have on the podcast Dr. Beck. He is the New Mexico 4-H department head. So thank you very much for being here, Dr. Beck. Thank you for having me. So let's talk a little bit about you, uh, your education, your background, anything you want to tell us. All right. I was raised in Oklahoma, lived on the edge of town, started working with my neighbors um, from the time I was in middle school, helping them with their horses and their cow-calf operation. Um, Wanted to be involved in agriculture. Really wasn't involved in 4-H a great deal as, as a youth. I did join at one point. A volunteer came by the school and asked me to join and and I joined and filled out the card and still remember the three project areas I, I received my books in. I, it was rabbit, baking, and dog project. I bought a rabbit and put it in a cage that wasn't designed for a rabbit and the cat ate it and I don't really remember what happened to the baking book and didn't really figure out the dog deal along the way either and, and lost connection with the club. But that, quite honestly, that was kind of my four experience. Um, when I got in high school, I got involved in FFA and, and uh, started raising um, show pigs, um, raised some show calves, and those were real formative years of my life and, and ones that kind of guided me to where I, where I am today. When I went to school, I went, uh, went to Oklahoma State University and got in the agriculture education program and got my BS in Ag Ed. You know, when I started, I wanted to, thought I wanted to be an Ag teacher. Found out real quickly that I didn't like being locked in the classroom. Um, day after day. One of the summers while I was in college, I did an internship with a corporate hog farm and kind of thought that that seemed exciting and something I might want to do. And, and uh, corporate hog farming was coming to Oklahoma during as I, when I graduated. So I tried that for about six years and uh, definitely decided that I didn't like being locked in the, in the farm day after day. I wanted to be out where I worked with more people. So I applied for a uh, position to be an Ag 4-H agent, sharing both responsibilities. And quite honestly, my focus was agriculture. When I was applying, my thought was I'm gonna be an Ag agent and work with producers. And the 4-H was just kind of the extra thing. Went to a small rural county in Oklahoma, in Northwest Oklahoma, did, uh, uh, did the Ag agent stuff, but started doing the 4-H stuff. And, and actually real quickly discovered that I, I loved the 4-H program. I loved working with the 4-H families watching kids grow and, and develop life skills and, uh, and found it very rewarding. Um, so I was in that county for oh, a little over nine years and actually left that county as uh, I was county director and, and ag and slash 4-H a- agent in that county and moved to a, a, a little bit larger county where I was able to be just, I say just a, <laughs> to be solely uh, a 4-H agent because I wanted to work with 4-H alone. Worked in that county for, for several years uh, before I had the opportunity to move to the state 4-H office in Oklahoma, where I oversaw the companion animal programs, the camping programs, and uh, ran the state officer team in Oklahoma for, 
for about seven years. At that point, uh, my kids had moved out of the house. Got my PhD while I was working in the State 4-H office. Really didn't have a plan about what I wanted to do with my PhD. I was happy with working in the State 4-H office in Oklahoma, but uh, New Mexico State had reached out and, and asked if I'd be interested in, in looking at being the program leader here. And so came out and, and uh, gave New Mexico a look and, and uh, visited with some of the administration here at New Mexico and put in my application and, and took the position as, as the state program leader for New Mexico 4-H and uh, has found that to be a very rewarding and a very enjoyable and I always call it a comfortable fit is, is, is the best way I can describe it, you know, just kind of yeah. feel like I'm home. Um, it's all that green chili you had when you came to visit, right? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. No, yeah. Made, Cooked from the get-go. Made, made the pro-con list with the wife about, you know, why we, why we would stay, why we would go, and, and uh, the food was on the top, was, was, was high on the list <laughs> for coming to New Mexico. Yeah. Very good, very good. And I have, to, I have to let everybody know, if you're hearing a little bit of Christmas music in the background, we're actually live at 4-H Agent In-Service, which is kind of a training, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But I just want to let everybody know, if you hear people talking in the background or a little bit of Christmas music, we're actually in the lobby of the host hotel having this, this interview. Talking about your position, Dr. Beck, tell us about what your job is. What exactly do you do for the 4-H program? Uh, for the state 4-H program, um, you know, the, there's actually numerous tasks, but you know, my purpose is, my real purpose in, in all of it is, is to support the 4-H agents so that they can do their jobs properly and to, to build networks with other organizations, other departments in the college, other universities that, uh, so that we can come up with new innovative ideas and, and new program materials and resources to, to support our agents in doing their jobs and, and reaching the 4-H members. Awesome. Here at 4-H Agent In-Service, this is kind of a, an annual training that's held for all of the 4-H agents in the state. What do you hope for us to get out of things like this, the in-service trainings? Yeah, the in-service trainings I, I find to be a very valuable part of the year, and I, and I, I hope the agents do too. Um, <laughs> You know, my goal is, you know, that we get a little bit of education. We, we, we learn a little bit from, from the workshops that are presented. We learn a little bit from the, the speakers that come and, and speak to us. I hope we do a lot of networking, learning from one another. I hope we do a lot of discussions. Um, we purposely actually plan discussion periods within our in-service where it's not us, the ideas and us teaching or, or, or preaching a message, the ideas for us to have the opportunity to listen from the agents because you know it's it's not my 4-H program it's not the state 4-H's 4-H program it, it's all of our 4-H program and, and from our from our youth and our families to our, to our agents and and if we're not listening both ways you know we, we won't be successful in our programming efforts mm -hmm. you know and then uh, you know then I hope so I hope we're networking with each other and then I lastly you know I, I hope we're just we're building relationships to where Agents are comfortable calling state 4-H faculty and asking for help, asking for advice. They're comfortable calling me with whenever they have problems that arise or just need to roll an, a new idea off their head. And so that we're, we're truly a resource for our agents and not, not just someone out delivering policy and procedure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I have to add too, Dr. Beck, that uh, this is actually one of my favorite things in the year to do because if you're listening to this from outside of uh, the Grant County area, the agents that come to this, we're able to network with each other and 
each agent does things a little bit differently. And sometimes the way a, an agent on the other side of the state might do something might be, might be something that I could do where I'm at that might work better than what I'm already doing. So it's a great opportunity to get that networking um, between the agents, share ideas, even share problems and have another agent come at your problem from a different direction and offer some solutions to that. It's absolutely invaluable. This is one of two things that I really like to do. Um, I also like the adult forum that um, we also have once a year. So if you're listening to this, I hope that you are talking to your agent about what they're learning at 4-H in service or what they've learned at adult forum. Or if you haven't been to 4-H adult forum, I hope that that's something that you will uh, reach out and go to because I think it really helps also in burnout. Um, we all get burned out from time to time and sometimes you just need a little bit of something to uh, relight that fire and, and reignite some ideas. And I think in service and adult forum does that. We all get a lot of things out of it, especially things I probably wouldn't have normally really sought out um, to learn about. So we really get a lot of good education out of this. So let's talk about 4-H uh, just a little bit. Um, you know, why join 4-H? What makes it different? And, and what are your goals for the 4-H program in New Mexico? Yeah, my, my goals are to, you know, we have a very strong traditional program and, and I want to I wanna ensure that we, we protect those, those traditions and those values that our 4-H program are built upon. But I also have the goals that we will, will, will continue to innovate uh, continue to seek out and find new ideas and new ways to reach reach audiences that 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 we're not reaching. You know, there's a you know there's a lot of youth in New Mexico that aren't getting the benefit of 4-H, and you know I think sometimes it's it, you know there's a lot of other programs out there. The thing that 4-H brings that, that a lot of a lot of programs are missing is very intentionally incorporate what we call our eight essential elements, which are actually found in the four concepts of belonging independence, generosity, and mastery. And, and it's a proven fact that programs that implement, out-of-school time programs that implement those strategies, you know, they're, they're four times more likely to lead to contribution in their communities. They're two times less likely to be involved in risky behaviors. They're two times more likely to, to participate in healthy behaviors. Uh, two times more likely to be involved in STEM activities and out-of-school time. There, there's just research after research. And then it's fun. It, you know, right. it's, it is. It, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're always intentionally developing programs for, for youth to learn, but we know we're an out of school time program. So we, you know, we don't invite kids to, to learn about, you know, animal nutrition because, you know, a lot of them won't find that. So we do animal projects and we teach animal nutrition as part of that project. We don't teach kids say, hey, let's, let's learn about food science and the chemistry behind food science. We say, hey, let's bake cookies and what happens if these ingredients get switched up or, you know, your, your baking soda is bad. You know, we're kind of sneaky about the education that we provide kids. And then beyond just the educational merit that we teach kids, um, you, you know, the, the science and, and those, you know, our real strength is in life skill development, teaching kids um, those skills that make them successful contributing members of society, how to be cooperative with, with others, how, how to work as a team, uh, leadership skills, communication skills, um, decision-making, problem-solving. You know, our judging contests are, are some of our most uh, significant contests, I think, that we have because, you know, you have to you have to do critical thinking and, and then you have to defend the decision that you made. 
and I, I don't know of any other program that really has as strong as a set of, of, of those type of skills into, a, into an event as some of our judging contests do. There's so much to be gained out of the 4-H program that's that people don't know about, especially like our in-school curriculums that we can do um, with teachers and being able to really bring home those STEM elements um, in a real life way. Like you said, it, when we say, hey, let's, let's learn about animal nutrition, well, that doesn't really sound fun, but hey, why don't you get an animal project going and then sneak that STEM stuff in there where it's fun. Because when it's fun, you learn. So 4-H is really a great program. So if you're listening to this and you've been wondering, you know, I keep hearing about this 4-H, what is it, you know? I would encourage you to go visit your county agent and talk to them about the 4-H program where you live. Um, if you're living if you're living in Grant County, you can come talk to me. So to wrap things up, Dr. Beck, one one question I have for you is what is what does leadership mean to you? That's a that's a good question. I see leadership as a cooperative effort and working with the people in your team towards a common vision and a common plan and being able to find ways to build each other up in, in terms of excitement and energy so that we can work towards and achieve that, that vision. If anybody had any questions about the 4-H program, how could they get a hold of you? Oh, just go to the, just look up New Mexico 4-H on a web search and uh, my contact information will be right there. And if you're needing to reach me, you can always reach me at the Grant County Extension Office at 575-388-1559. And my email is jessiej, which is J-E-S-S-I-E-J at nmsu.eq. And that's repeated at the end of this podcast. Thank you very much, Dr. Beck, for being on the podcast today. All right, thank you, Jessica. Thanks everyone for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast. Want more information? You can visit us at our website, grantextension.nmsu.edu. Follow us on Facebook at NMSU Grant County CES, Snapchat at Grant County NM4H. Shoot us an email at grant at nmsu.edu or give us a call 575-388-1559. New Mexico State University is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer and educator. NMSU and the U.S. Department of Agriculture cooperating.